Welcome to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecommerce, the place related everything around Amazon, FBA, and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecommerce, and today we'll bring you a friend of mine, Anton, who is the co-founder of Space Gods, which is an amazing a solution when helping you expand to Amazon Europe. And that's actually what we're going to be touching today. What are the complications around expanding to Amazon Europe? Things to consider, strategy, everything that you need to know to make this whole jump from uh, basically Amazon Europe and all the countries that you can find in there because we know it can be sometimes overwhelming. It can get complicated. And Anton here with SpaceGod is going to make your life much more easier, right? So Anton, thank you for being here. How are you doing, my friend? Thanks for having me and thank you much for this beautiful introduction. So much energy directly from the beginning on. I love it and I'm looking <laughs> forward to the next minutes, hours. I don't know. We will see. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, man. Yeah, you know, I try to keep it as active as possible, especially for listeners that, you know, they, they are maybe a worker now. They need that kind of motivation to keep going and, and trying new yep. things like, for example, trying Amazon Europe. And, and that's why I bring people like you, because I know you guys have extensive knowledge around the subject and can provide a, a lot of knowledge around what are the things people should consider and which mistakes to avoid, right? Um, uh, yes, 100%. So before we jump into that, however, I usually like to use the initial minutes, as I always do with all my guests, just to, you know, learn about the journey of um, the people uh, as a guest on, on my podcast. Mm -hmm. I think it's super important to understand a little bit of where you guys were before jumping to the commerce and specifically you what actually motivated you to do space goals. So give us a little bit of that introduction, please. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to. Thank you very much. So um, also welcome uh, from my side. My name is Anton Hermann. I'm one of the co-founder of Space Goals, but this is like my final stage <laughs> on of, of this uh, big journey I had in the past. So I was um, born in the Soviet Union. I come to Europe like or to, to Germany. So we are based in Germany with four years. So basically I'm a German living here in Germany and um, I was always good in math and physics so i started uh, studying automotive engineering moved mm -hmm. to stuttgart you might know stuttgart for the beautiful cars and the beautiful, yeah. beautiful <laughs> me mechanical engineering uh, situation here so porsche porsches here bosch is here mercedes the big ones here. The, big, the, the, the big ones are here and that was also my dream to to build like nice cars and mm -hmm. I studied this in my bachelor's um, degree. I finished my bachelor's degree, but then I experienced, uh, meanwhile, that's not the industry I want to be in <laughs> because it's super old-fashioned and super strict, a lot of politics involved. So mm -hmm. I moved my master's um, to mechanical engineering. It's super similar. I mean, master's math and physics is physics. <laughs> yeah. engineering. So I moved to production engineering, construction okay. techniques and product development. 
I liked it a lot. Seriously, I liked this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in during my studies, I was working at Bosch, and okay. <laughs> there. And now let's come to the interesting part. Uh, I liked my job, but the guy left of me he was like 60 something years old and he did exactly the same job I, which i did and i was like no that's not what i want to do the next four years so maybe you might know the story as well um but still i i finished my studies and and dur- during that one i um was looking for opportunities to open up my my, my own company do my own mm-hmm. thing and so on and so forth and actually the first try was right before that one still my bachelor's degree i started selling uh, t-shirts from thailand um, on on ebay it worked out like nothing it was like (laughs) catastrophical (laughs) you know for an engineer the product must be nice and it's i know i know it's it's selling alone you know you don't need to do anything but that's of course not the case so i um discovered this amazon fba opportunity it was Mm -hmm. like 2015 in the end in the beginning of 2016 something like that after my um, um, uh, the semester abroad in Taiwan, so I had six months of uh, discovering the world and chilling and wow. having fun. And after that, I said, like, okay, now it's time to work. <laughs> now it's time to do stuff. <laughs> and um, this business model uh, sounded pretty exciting to me and logical, so reasonable. Yeah. And that's why I just ordered a couple of bamboo toothbrushes it was in 2016 <laughs> from china it was like wild west on amazon these days you know you could mm-hmm. just buy reviews and whatever and yeah. and uh, i launched them in the end of 2016 and it was working so good that i couldn't even believe it myself so this 2000 uh, bamboo toothbrush packages they were like gone after two months i was of course out of stock <laughs> like most of <laughs> have been and uh, i told that to my um, co-founding friends um right, right now it's base goats and they were like oh that sounds that sounds cool i want to do yeah. it now, uh, as well and so they opened up their company they made their own experience and a couple of months later we already decided okay guys we have so good competences here we have this product development guy which can do construction and all that stuff we have one finance guy and we have one software developer guy let's raise some money from friends and fools or friends and family <laughs> and, uh, and, and started on a bigger scale and that's what we did in the upcoming year so in 2017 basically um we built up in this short time five brands and wow it was working obviously better than before because we had knowledge and a bit more money so yeah. that was cool um but at that point we knew already that's not sustainable to just sell products on amazon and i still believe the same uh, i still believe it to just stay there so we had like two options to build a big project a big uh, a big thing here and one thing was to build up a big brand like with yeah. everything related to it marketing yeah. campaigns and offline and whatever or we built a tool we were just honest yeah. to ourselves we have an engineer a finance guy and a techie <laughs> so yeah, there were there were, not, <laughs> yeah, there were not many tech uh, not many marketing um, skills involved so we said like but we have an engineer a software engineer and let's go for a tool and we were thinking about what can we do and um we just knew that we are good in selling stuff on amazon why not selling stuff selling stuff on amazon for other companies with which do not have the skills and so the idea was born for space code and that's what we actually do we sell other companies products through our amazon account all over europe plus uk since a couple of weeks also in the usa and providing our customers 
a tool, an interface so that they can control their business without an access to our Amazon account, but also without the problems to have an, oh, wow. an Amazon account. And yeah, yeah that, 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 that was That's the story. amazing. Yeah, stuff. thank you for thank you for that. I love it. I love also the part that you also come from, uh, like an engineering background like me. I was a aerospace engineer, so I get uh, your journey as well. I also yeah. went from being a, a worker to having my own business, and usually that transition is kind of tricky, especially when you come from engineering background that you know you're used to, uh, you know, working for the man right and having your own business. So it's amazing to to know that you you also had that journey. Um, now I love as well the fact that you mentioned how you pivoted and you actually created the space gods uh, um, solution uh, specifically because what you mentioned is very true i mean a lot of people when selling on amazon they want to sell on amazon but they don't want to go through the hustle of the complexity of you know having yep. to manage everything that comes with running a, a business on amazon that's why we also have clients that come to us because it's difficult to stay on top of your ppc your listing your images your reporting inventory i mean oh, legal God. stuff yeah so many things so many things yeah. and, and i i feel the solution that you provide to them to actually give an opportunity to these products that otherwise they will never make it to amazon that's amazing yes um now um let's start first with introducing uh, what you guys specialize on and then we're gonna go from there which is basically selling on amazon europe i mean we're yes. not selling on amazon europe uh, that includes so many other countries i mean we're talking france spain italy germany poland sweden belgium uh, we have uk which is i mean it's considered in europe and after brexit not really anymore part of the pan-european but it's within europe still uh but however uh, let's talk about what is the first thing somebody needs to do when they want to jump into Amazon Europe? Because, um, I mean, when you mention all these countries to them, uh, anybody will get scared and they will not know what to do. So when let's make a simple example, which yep. let's say you're a brand that you're not selling with in Europe and you want to jump into Europe. What is usually the first thing you would advise to anybody to do when you get to US to Europe, you mean? Yeah. As okay. an example, in this case, yeah. yeah. Okay, from US to Europe. So, um, in the USA, people are very afraid of the uh, liability for product mm -hmm. compliance claims. If something happens, you have yeah. this, um, this uh, I don't know how you call, you call it, this multiple claims where like people are anybody can sue you for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the point. But but you can start, and as soon as something happens. Uh, then you have a problem but you can yeah. start and that's not the case in europe at all so in mm. europe basically you, be, you have to be sure up front and mm. i would say um getting the marketing in place the translations it's manageable it's not easy or something but mm -hmm. it's manageable um but what is especially uh, um, difficult for non-european companies is the european mindset about everything what is related to compliance especially yeah. product compliance uh, vat compliance and so on and so forth so i would always recommend compliance first because it's not like in the usa that you can just start selling and when you reach some threshold you can just get your VAT yeah. yeah then yeah yeah then you figure out later you need to have for example the VAT numbers up front before yeah. you can even start selling so i would focus on product compliance you need to have your product um correctly labeled 
Yes. Yeah. It's it's not yeah. simple. It sounds simple, but it's not uh, it's not as simple as it sounds. So for a non-European company, and that's I think one of the biggest obstacles for non-European companies selling on Europe is the mm -hmm. responsible person's address on the product. What do I mean with this? Same issues. Uh, UK uh, UK companies have the same issues basically. Um, every product that is sold in the European Union needs to have a liable company sitting in the European Union on the product. I'm yeah. saying on the product because 90% of our customers <laughs> think it needs to be on the packaging. If they know yeah. that, that law, they think it's on the packaging, but it's on the product. It must be on the product if it's possible. And now comes the clue. I know it's just like nerdy mm -hmm. details, but just that you get, get a rough idea of what I'm talking about. It must be on the product. If, But if it's not possible, you can put it on the packaging. If you, you can just put it on the packaging. It's okay. But if some competitor proves that it's possible to have it on the product then you are not compliant anymore mm -hmm. for example you know you have like exa exa examples like this so the first obstacle is to find some company some partner which allows you to um, put his address on the product or on the product packaging That's basically representing you in europe Yeah. basically represents your product in europe and if some issue comes up then this company is basically the first Liber. Yeah, yeah in, in, in the first place, liable for the product. So that is the, the, that is the first thing. The second thing is make sure that you have all the certifications, all the labelings, or everything in place what is required for this kind of product for example you have like 25 different categories for the uh, ce label it's actually french it's something like uh, <laughs> con conformity of europe europe or something like that it's like the ce yeah. label um yeah. it, it has it has a, a shape which is it has a size a shape a color and so on and so forth what needs to be on the product again or if it's not possible on the packaging so that so that's something you need to take care of another thing yeah you need you need to care if you are selling um, products on poly in poly bags you need hazard warnings if you're selling um i don't know organic products you need to register yourself and some uh. organic entity to have this this thing in place so the first thing is check the product check the product compliance what kind of certifications you need how does the, how must the product look like what kind of which kind of warnings do you need on the product Does, do I need to translate because now we are talking about Europe mm -hmm. and for the American listeners here I would love to have Europe as the United <laughs> Nations of Europe but it's not the case yeah. <laughs> different countries <laughs> different cultures and different languages as well so um, for example the hazard warnings they need to be in the languages of the marketplaces you are selling the products to Plus, and th that's also something not super intuitive, also to the countries you are sending the products to, uh, also in the mm. language. Of the so if you if you allow the export from Germany, for example, to Hungary, to I don't know Czech Republic, then you need to have this those languages as well. Yeah, as well, they don't need to be on the packaging. They can also be in some paper uh, work inside the packaging or something like that. But that's also a big a big thing so yeah product product compliance and we could talk mm -hmm. super important i know so, product compliance is always a number one uh, fear when jumping to europe i think um on top of that as well which i, I bet you also agree with this is that on top of a uh, product compliance a very important thing everybody should do when jumping to europe is first validate if your product will make sense in the european market because i see That's the mistake sure. a, a lot which Uh, we had clients that they had a bestseller product on a category in the USA, and just for that, they assume that product is also going to be a bestseller in Europe. 
But when they launch it, they realize that's not the case, right? So, and and this comes down to the point you were mentioning. I mean, you are attacking different culture, different behavior, different type yep. of uh, ways of using the product, etc. Different blocks, for example. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so if if you don't if you don't analyze that in in the first place um i mean you can end up making the mistake of sending thousands of products to a country that then there isn't really a demand for that so um just to sure. conclude on this point what I usually advice as, as a point in terms of validation uh, is there a, a proceeding place you guys do also on, on space goes when it comes to making sure a product will work or not on specific countries yeah yeah we we do it as well as as, as a service what just one thing to to round it up what i said before why this yeah. compliance thing is so important just just that the people understand the background the european union released the so-called digital markets and digital service act super official okay. thing this act me this acts uh, takes the marketplace in this case amazon into accountability for the products it means mm -hmm. if, amazon, if you're selling not compliant products on the amazon marketplace amazon is liable for the products and they will get the problem that's why amazon is right now behind this product compliance things and as soon as something a, a detail whatever uh, comes up amazon needs to block your product and that's why it's so important to have oh, it. that's Pro interesting that, that's okay. super important to have it properly and that's why amazon is to totally be spending listing so easily in Europe because if something yes. happens, Amazon is responsible. Okay. That's and that's the background of this why I'm saying product compliance, blah blah. And people think, yeah, but who will know who, who will find yeah. it out? Your competitors will find <laughs> it out 100%. If you have some size where you get the uh, dangerous for your competitors, they will buy, order your products, see what's, yeah. what's wrong they, with there. Are even services with that, which is there, what we call black hat services, they are looking for weaknesses to report you to block you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why just to round it up, that's why product compliance is so super important. So now yeah. about the potential analysis or if the product is has a market fit, we, we just I give I give an example. Um the German government, for example, they have um financial support programs for different energy things here yeah. in, in mm -hmm. Germany. Okay. So one product what we are i don't want to say the product directly because yeah, yeah. It's, Keep it generic, that's yeah it's, it's it's in this it's in this uh, energy uh, saving okay. area and mm -hmm. and it's a product uh, more than thousand euros per piece and it's only running in germany and most likely because german government is supporting this with i don't I know 30 50 percent so that's just one one of the examples but okay. how do how we do how do we proceed here so first we go for a financial analysis so we check the margins on the different marketplace because you have different margins on different marketplaces you have different vat rates it's not like in the states where all is net because in, if you see a price on a, a European marketplace, you see always the gross price, and this and and what you get net out of it, it depends on the country you are selling the product yeah. in and to, and from which country to which country, and that's uh, it, that changes the um, the the net payout. I always hate that about USA. By the way, you think it's a price, and then you go to checkout, it's like hundred dollar yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and here is like you know, you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, basically up, 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 up front. 
So um, that's that's one thing. Then another thing is you have different shipping rates in different countries. So what yeah. what what we are doing, we check the product first mm -hmm. for, for all the financial KPIs for the for for the margin for um, the pot potential returns. That's also important. For example, the Germans are returning a lot because they're super mm -hmm. critical customers. I know, I know. Are the happy guys, which they always just give you four stars. It's very difficult to give you five stars on time. Yeah, yeah, and in, in Italy. <laughs> I, I know I was used to sell a product which was not really good quality, you know. In yeah. Germany, it was like destroyed. It was destroyed. <laughs> Two and a half, three stars. Italy, five for five. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's also some, some culture different. So um, we check if the financials are okay. In the next part, we take the common tools, Helium 10, Celix, uh, mm -hmm. whatever, to see um to, to check the competitor products in this niche and see which which um, competitor we can beat with our price, with our content, with our uh, marketing quality, with our PPC, with our whatever. So we, we check multiple multiple competitors and see where we can line, a, line us in. Okay. So that's, yeah. so, and like that, we do it for every country. Like that, we see uh, how many sales you can potentially generate on this product. And there we can see sometimes that in, one also one example um we love cars in germany we love cars you might know um yeah. and that's um, one of our former customers he was selling like um garage protection for the door okay <laughs> okay super, super crazy running product in germany <laughs> italians french people they do not care, they don't at all care about, yeah. about their cars so take my germany, fiat take my yeah. fiat i don't care yeah exactly <laughs> And th that's how, and that's how how <laughs> things are different in 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 the different countries. So in Germany, it was a super running product, while in Spain, Italy, and France, it was like nothing. And there are like a couple of niche, niches like that. So to 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 sum it up, we check the potential sales for each marketplace, and after that, we we take uh, we make an ROI calculation. So we see when we get our investment back, how much cash we would need on this on the way, because most of the sellers they have cash problems, and that's why they are not calculating um, their uh, cash mm -hmm. need uh, properly. So they don't do a real PLN. And there's one one secret <laughs> behind it: the more <laughs> revenue you make the more cash you need <laughs> to, sustain, to sustain this <laughs> revenue. And, and then we can we can actually go into the consulting part and then we uh, or you guys mm -hmm. you guys should should definitely think about optimization of this process so every percent more of the margin would improve that every single day you save for, for the shipping time for example instead of sourcing in china you can directly source in europe you save i don't mm -hmm. know six six weeks it would improve it a lot so sometimes it's better to sell less with, with a higher margin and a lower shipping time because it's made in europe than just getting the stuff from china with a bit of better margin so that's something that you really everybody should have um, in their own calculation everybody should know their numbers and I see it, especially in the FBA scene, that most of them, I, I'm taking myself as an example, <laughs> I'm in mechanical energy, oh my god, I do a lot of revenue, okay, let's source so another product, oh my god, I'm out of stock, I don't have cash anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know, you know, I know. It happened to me. <laughs> yeah, it happened to me so many times, and because I didn't have my um, my, my numbers in place, so that's 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 the, 
the the final final thing I would say to to judge if a project is reasonable or is it not. And if you see that the KPIs the, the KPIs they will tell you the truth that it's not worth it, then either not go for a product, then go for a product with a way too low margin or low to too, too low turnover or whatever. So that's too very good to, advice. To, to run awesome. Now, um, let's start also bringing to the table your company, Space Goats. Um, and the reason why I want to do this is because I bet a lot of people now is hearing all this and they say, okay, I understand why you're talking about compliance and making sure I validate the product, translate my pros, localization, all of that. But maybe some people don't have the time or really the knowledge to do it. And that's why uh, they will, uh, you know, seek for a solution like Space Goats. So I would like to start with uh, what would you say is one of the main benefits of using you guys when expanding to Europe and why should so, somebody should you like space goes right and trying to do it themselves with their own account and all that? Yep. Um, time to market, number one. The time to market, um, what I mean with time to market, if you're selling an, on Amazon Europe, <clears throat> you mm -hmm. you have multiple countries with multiple warehouses. And if you do the pan-European program, you would need to have a VAT number in every, in every country like, you, yeah. <laughs> you want to store your products in. Up front, it means in Spain you're waiting, I don't know, four to six months for your... We don't make any money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so the time to market with Space Coast, you just need one VAT number. We will import the products in our name. We can give you our address to put on the mm -hmm. labeling. So this responsible person's address is basically not, not required for you anymore. And so time to market so let's the benefits time to market and um, product compliance support so we have the legislations here in-house we oh, we know the legislations in-house we have a product compliance team which know the rules and we can tell you what kind of how does the packaging how needs the packaging to be labeled mm -hmm. how what what kind of um hazard warnings do we need to we need to have we can check it every we can check everything for you so that the product in the end is compliant why we are doing it as we are the seller and as we provide you our address we are more than uh, more than um into compliance because we are the company which will be liable for it if okay? something happens it's gonna come to you not to them <laughs> First, yeah exa ex exactly and um we don't we don't want problems with with the with the lo local entities here and that's why when we are, say it's compliant and it's probably compliant and if it's compliant amazon will might will probably not ban your product or block your product for a certain time so you will not lose the revenue so time to market um you don't you don't need vat numbers and um tax consultants in all the different in all the different mm -hmm. countries you will have strategic strategic support uh, about everything what is related not only to product compliance also to tax compliance to import lo logistics process and so on and so forth and you can directly sell in all over europe from day one, basically. Oh, wow. And plus, using our software to see your sales. Yeah, I wanted to mention that that is not all about uh, you guys helping selling the product. You also offer a software solution, right? With this yes. program. Exactly. We, are, we have a software solution. Of course, we cannot give you access to our Amazon account. So yeah. we built some software which displays you everything you would see on Amazon, but in a bit mm. of better, better way. I just give you an example. Amazon does not, does not want you to see your, <laughs> your PPC performance yeah. properly. They don't want you. You need to click. They want you to give the... it vague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, spend, just spend money. Just spend money. Yeah. Uh, for Amazon, it's double when they make more revenue if you spend more, plus they make more PPC revenue. And so we this we. I aggregate for example the data of over the product so you have the kpis in place if something goes wrong with the product if it's blocked we have a um, pre premium support where we're paying i don't know five grand or so per month um, for, to amazon 
which are helping us to the claims with uh, get activated again. Yeah. Yes, with any with any issue, so you don't need to do your end customer. Uh, you, you don't you don't need to do your account management if something goes wrong. We will take care of this. Plus, what I already said, um, the oh, started to say uh, end customer support. Of course, we have German, we have French, we have Spanish, we have Italian, we have Dutch, we have Swedish, we have Polish, wow. <laughs> and uh, Belgium is like French, Dutch. So we will take care of the customer support. You don't need to log in every twenty four hours to to answer to answer questions and so on and so forth and additionally to that if you want to expand for example to other uh, to shopify if you want to build up your own shopify store we could also do it and use the same infrastructure for it so basically you give us the products we import it for you and then we can sell it either on amazon or on shopify and fulfill them all from the same place uh, either from amazon warehouse or through our fbm pre-fba whatever uh, logistics yeah. so there are multiple there are multiple multiple solutions uh, what, what we what we can do and one one thing what is super important to understand it's a modular yeah. solution it does not need to be full service so if you say you're good in marketing or if you're working already with Vincenzo, which is doing your yeah. marketing for, I don't know, USA, he can still do it in, 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 in our system. So our basic services, we sell your product through our account and take away all this BAT and compliance headaches. That's what you always do. And the marketing part, if you're good in content, do your content. If you're good in PPC, do your PPC. If, mm -hmm. you're, if you're doing uh, good in whatever, do it yourself and just pick whatever you need. A hybrid approach, basically. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Or exactly or you say like just take just take my product and um i, want, sell it I don't want to do anything else you take care of it <laughs> exactly that, that's also possible so that's a service uh, selling as a service solution but if you want to sell it through your own account it's also not a problem for for us we can still provide like one-time services for your product compliance so we do tell us hey I want, I want to i have my account i have the 18 numbers i have everything in place all good but please i don't know the legislation <laughs> and so on can yeah. you give me can you just tell me what i have to do and we will tell you that and it's like a one-time thing Very so nice. that's so, so that's what we do we can do potential analysis also as a one-time product we can do compliance analysis and we can do the selling part for you very good nice and now when it comes to so we can start concluding today's episode how is somebody if they want to start working with you will it work will it start with a, like a vetting process where you guys first validate the product through your team and then uh, that will start the whole onboarding how does it work and usually how long does it does it take from making a call with you for the first time mm -hmm. and get it running yeah yeah, uh, it depends uh, how many calls we have, but yeah. um, normally uh, between and how many products, of course, um, and what what else you need. But between two and four weeks, I would say we have a landing page for it, so you can basically give us your, for example, American ASINs, uh, and you can pick the countries we have to we should analyze for you, and then we can quote okay. you. And after the quote, it's normally two to three weeks till it's final finalized. Very good. Yeah. So yeah, Anton, I think you guys definitely offer an amazing solution. So I mean, I want to thank you for being here, giving us some tips and advice around how to sell in Amazon Europe. And I think for sure everybody that's listening to this and they want to, you know, just click a couple of buttons and then Anton take care of the all the hard work. I think for sure SpaceGhost is, is a good solution for that. So thank you. And uh, just to conclude, do you want to mention like your contact information, email or something where people can reach out if they have any questions? Yeah. 
Yes, um, you can write me directly, Anton at spacegoats.io. That's a, that's my personal email. You can just go on our website, spacegoats.io, and check out what we offer in general, mm -hmm. or at me on LinkedIn at our company on LinkedIn. We can also chat on LinkedIn. That's what we did. With the yeah, <laughs> we, we just we're just chatting uh, on LinkedIn. And as I said, um, you you can just bring your own agency, like Vincenzo, to us. We can we can find a way to work together. And um, I'm pretty sure that's a good guy which <laughs> you have yeah. also have to talk about uh, your own um, plans because he is here in Europe and uh, he comes at least from Europe and as I'm not mistaken you're also focused on the marketing part of your uh, for Europe yeah. right? we, we basically have everything that has to do with uh, selling on Amazon all the marketplaces so the marketing listings uh, strategy everything yeah Perfect. And if you um, insert the uh, e-commerce lab or the e-commerce lab um, coupon code, you will get a nice discount from awesome. us. Awesome. Thank you for well. that. I appreciate that, man. So thank you for being here. I'm sure we're going to make more episodes in the future as you guys keep growing and, and providing so much value to the community. And until the next one, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. All uh, Everybody have a good start into the new year and see you soon and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or... Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.